I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. As the protesters <clears throat> have made their way through the streets of American cities from coast to coast, we have, over the past few days, started hearing specifics in their demands. There is a, a movement to defund the police, and various definitions of what that exactly means. Interestingly, on the streets of Washington, D.C. right now, alongside the giant painted yellow letters of Black Lives Matter, it now says in similarly styled letters, defund the police. There's been an, another call for the implementation of civilian review boards. We spoke yesterday with former Salt Lake City Police Chief Chris Burbank, and he described to us the nature of those review boards and how they vary from city to city, from jurisdiction to jurisdiction and community to community. And those variances have to do with the authority possessed by the boards. The way they work very basically is this. If there is a complaint uh, against an officer or against a department, a form can be filled out and submitted to one of these civilian review boards. These boards are not made up of members of the uh, police force. And they're typically not elected. They're often appointed by the mayor in Salt Lake City, the <clears throat> civilian review board which exists uh, to oversee Salt Lake's police department. Uh, that board is made up of appointees by uh, Mayor Mendenhall. And those boards receive these complaints. And they have the ability to interview and assess and review documents and evidences and ultimately uh, render a decision. They present that decision to the chief. Uh, and the chief then takes that recommendation and does what, it, what he or she will. Very basically. Now, in some cities, these boards have actual authority where they can remove a law enforcement officer. And in some, they exist only as bodies able to make recommendations. West Valley City has a professional standards review board. Uh, producer Amy this morning had a conversation with the chairperson of that board, Abby uh, Dazon-Mon. And she first off started their conversation by asking, what are the objectives of the Citizen Review Board? The board reviews all uses of force, displays of force, um, car pursuits, and any internal affairs investigations. Uh, anytime an officer engages in any of those activities, we have to review them. We review every report in isolation so that we don't see it in context of other officers. We want to ensure that the officer's action um, can stand on its own. Next question asked was, what do you think is the value of these review boards to the community? And I can't speak to all boards because it, they come in all different shapes and sizes. We all function very differently. Um, but specific to the PSRB, um, I believe the value that we, that we provide is that we have direct oversight 
with the police department. And if in our reviews of any uses of force, displays of force, pursuits, or internal uh, IA complaints, if we ever see anything that we think may need modification, we have direct communication with IA, with the chief of police to uh, effectuate changes. And then is a, a civilian review board uh, right for every community? I don't think it's a detriment, um, but there are, you know, especially in Utah, we have smaller jurisdictions where it may not be appropriate for them to have a citizen review board because, you know, the nature of the relationship that the police officers have with a, with a smaller community, it may be that your chief is your next door neighbor and you can walk next door and say, hey, I don't really appreciate the way that this officer acted at this time. Um, but for larger jurisdictions, such as West Valley, I don't think that it's I mean, I think it absolutely helps um, where you don't have that face-to-face interaction every day with the people that you that you serve. Um, I think that it does benefit the police department and the citizens, of course, to have an oversight board. We're hearing here from Abby Dazon-Mon, who is the chairperson of the Professional Standards Review Board of the West Valley Police Department. There have been calls over the week from protesters, those who those who are uh, upset, those who believe that there is uh, systemic racism amongst police departments in this nation, those who believe that there are great offenses uh, committed regularly by law enforcement against uh, minorities, people of color. And one of one of the calls, one of the requests, one of the demands by protesters right now is the formation of boards such as this. In West Valley, it's called the Professional Standards Review Board, essentially civilian oversight, where there is, uh, you know, outside of elected office, outside of the the police department itself, uh, but a third party, a group made up of third party individuals, uh, to have a chance to look in on how things are going in the police department. And I asked yesterday, Chief Burbank, I asked him, what's the nature of the relationship typically between these boards, between these organizations, these panels, and law enforcement themselves? And he said, uh, he said, listen, th- there, there are realities where occasionally it is an adversarial relationship. <laughs> you know, you have uh, essentially civilians uh, looking in on the work done by law enforcement. And if there are disagreements between the law enforcement themselves and this group, of course, it will seem uh, to be an adversarial relationship. But he characterized the relationship between at least his office and the civilian review board installed in Salt Lake City and said that quite often it was a very productive relationship. Oftentimes, these the members of these boards can become activists of of sorts. I know this is the case in many cities back east, where the board, yeah, it, it does have the ability to look at the behavior of officers and such, but most of the time is spent with a megaphone shouting down the tactics of police. And there may be cases in which that's warranted, sure, but oftentimes it's, an adversarial relationship for adversary's sake. 
Not so here in Utah. At least that's the claim of former police chief Chris Burbank, and it seems to be the case in West Valley City. Uh, last question asked of the chairperson of the Professional Standards Review Board of West Valley City, Abby Dazan Mon. Uh, she was asked uh, if the review boards have been able to talk to their chief, and she talks about how that works in West Valley. I do have to say that I'm really pleased with the um, communication or the relationship between the police department and PSRB. Um, we have never, well, I can't say that we have never, but in my experience, we haven't um, had any type of division between the police department and the civilian oversight board in as much as um, we've never been denied access to video. We've never been denied access to reports. We've never been denied access to any information that we are seeking in order to determine whether or not the use of force is play of force um, or pursuit or within policy. Um, we've had a great uh, relationship with the chief um, and that because of that relationship that we have with Chief Jacobs, um, she really does take the recommendations that the PSRB extends to her in the event that we do find uh, that an action was out of policy. She takes our recommendations seriously. I have had occasion to dig through the archives of uh, these two civilian oversight boards, both in Salt Lake City and West Valley. And something that Chief Burbank said yesterday, I just wanted to verify and make sure that it was true. He said that there were instances, at least when he was chief of the police department here in Salt Lake City, that this review board, that they would receive a complaint and that they, using similar tactics described by the chairperson of the West Valley Board, they would investigate, they would speak with witnesses, they'd speak occasionally even to the officers involved, and in many cases, the final ruling was not a recommendation of discipline, but rather an overt exoneration. They would go out of their way to communicate that, uh, no, this officer here was uh, operating well uh, within uh, training, with protocol, and their behavior was just, and we uh, support the behavior undertaken by that officer. So I, I say that just to show that the claims that these boards do work well and productively with law enforcement uh, holds up, at least in anecdotal cases here in Utah. Let me ask you, what do you think? You think we should see more of these civilian oversight boards or would they just become a stumbling block? Would they become a source of agitation or could they bring about some good? 57500, that's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Shoot me a note. Let me know what you think. Would you like to see a civilian review board installed in your community to oversee police? 57500, that's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I want to talk to you about candidate for Governor John Huntsman. Specifically, some back and forth he has had recently with the Salt Lake County Health Department, ultimately resulting and some news. He's positive for the coronavirus. I'll walk through those details next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.